the Know Your Draft Podcast. Episode 017. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Know Your Draft Podcast, a proud member of both the BS and No Phony Podcast Network. Uh, real quick, if you want to get in contact with the show, you can email us at the Know Your Draft Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Know Your Draft. Also, shout out to From the Bottom. They're uh, the No Phony featured podcast at this current time. You can also find the show on Podbean, iTunes, and uh, multiple other podcatchers. So now that we got all the promotion crap out of the way, I'm uh, really excited. Uh, this is it first. We've been doing a lot of firsts lately on the Know Your Draft podcast, and uh, we have my first guests from the No Phony Podcast Network, and I'm joined by three guys from an awesome podcast called Bats and Balls Podcast. So, hey, guys, thanks for joining me. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves? Uh, g'day, I'm, I'm Josh. I'm Brendan. And I'm Big Zacco. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you guys on here. I think it's great that, again, I'm outnumbered in nationality. <laughs> I always approve of that. I think that's funny, and I like it. So uh, I was been talking to, I believe, Josh, and uh, we wanted to kind of hash our shows together because we're both fans of each other's pods. And we thought, why not today do a sports movie draft? And I think that's a perfect blend of uh, our show and uh, your show. And I think that it'll be an awesome and fun experience. So you guys ready? Absolutely. Uh, we, during our show, we often talk about you know, movies and whatnot. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a good blend. So I think this is going to be a great show. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I've been wanting to do this for a while. So I'm really pumped to have you guys here. <laughs> so I'm, I'm always uh, keen to promote you guys. I always put out the, uh, after I listen to your show, I put out my undraft. Oh, yeah. And- yeah. You're the you're the best dude like i love uh getting that's the thing we love too like the listeners uh uh chiming in their answers and their picks and josh always uh sends me a, a message or tweets out an answer and it's it's awesome to see your picks dude i really appreciate you doing that it's so much fun <laughs> i get to pick, pick so someone else is gonna take up the baton and uh give us their undrafted free agent picks after this show how about that <laughs> sounds good to me so uh, we rolled to see who would go first, and I told them, and I don't, I don't know if they're convinced, but they probably thought I cheated, but I'm, <laughs> I'm first, and it always seems to be that way. When we have new people on the show, somehow I get rolled in to be first. Rigged. So in today's... <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I promise it's not. So in today's order, we're going to do a baseball movie, a basketball movie, a football movie, and then a golf movie. So again, baseball, basketball, football, and golf. And so today's first round is baseball. And uh, I have the first pick. And I kind of hate going first, guys, because it's, you know, it's it's a lot of weight. But I'm going to, there's two movies I have from my childhood. And uh, they're both really difficult. But I'm going to leave the juggernaut behind, even though I should pick it. And I'm going to pick a more funny movie. I'm going to go with Rookie of the Year. Do you guys know that film? Um, is it the one? It's about a kid or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's about the kid who breaks his arm and he ends up pitching for the Cubs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
have some kind yeah. of surgery and it makes him super strong in the arm? Is that how it works? Yeah, he he. So he uh, he breaks his arm playing uh, outfield for his little league team. He breaks his arm. He's in a cast for a super long time, and when he gets out of the cast, uh, the tendons in his arm have like super fused to the bone. So he's got like this crazy tendon strength. So he's throwing like over a hundred miles an hour, you know. And he's like he's like thirteen. And so uh, he's, you know, living in Chicago and the Cubs pick him up because the Cubs are doing terrible. So they kind of do it as a, you know, a funny promotion. But he ends up starting to pitch really well and uh, he leads him to the World Series. And it's a really funny. It's a kid's movie. It's, I mean, it's like a family movie, but it's really funny. Uh, <laughs> Gary Busey's in it, <laughs> which is kind of, you know, Gary Busey has a, a weird history. <laughs> He plays a. He's not very kid friendly, is he? <laughs> I think this is before he went kind of psycho. <laughs> but yeah, he plays a like a Roger Clemens like knockoff, basically like an older pitcher who's like his like mentor. Um, so there's a lot of funny moments. Uh, there's a lot of uh, there's like cameos too from like uh, famous baseball players. I think Barry Bonds is in it. Uh, Bobby Bonilla, I think. Um, there's some famous like cameos and stuff, and it's it's just a really funny movie, and uh, I just I I like that movie a lot. I'm I'm kind of sad that I don't think anybody knows. I think one of you under knew it. <laughs> uh, I've I saw it probably yeah in the in the year or two after it came out, and I don't think I've seen it since then. But um, oh yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. I, do, I do remember it for um for the storyline. I think it's a unique storyline. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous, that's for sure. I just one of the funnier parts is like his name is Henry Rowan Rowan Gardner. So he's got this really long last name and it's kind of funny cuz you know he's tiny, so his last name on his jersey goes from like literally one elbow to the other elbow, which is kind of funny. <laughs> the manager can't remember his name, so he's always calling him like Garden Hoser or Roman Bagger. Like you know, it's just silly kids humor, but it's still kind of funny even as an adult. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm going to pick Rookie of the Year. So that's my pick in baseball. All right, Zacho, you're the second pick, bud, in baseball. Okay. That's all right. Um, my picks kind of went back to my childhood, too. Actually, I was thinking about it. I mean, I've seen heaps of baseball movies. It's one that stuck out for me in, um, in baseball. And it may be the juggernaut that you're talking about. Maybe not. Mm. Uh, it's, it's a baseball movie with Kevin Costner. Uh, it's not really a... Oh, okay. It's not really a baseball movie. It doesn't have Ken Costner, I suppose. Because um, <laughs> he's done a few of them. Uh, Field of Dreams. Yeah, he has. Yeah, good. Great movie. Great movie. Um, That's a great movie. You know, it's set, it's set in the, the cornfields of Iowa. And, um, you know, a, a great cast. James L. Jones, Ray Liotta. Burke Lancaster's last movie, I believe. It's Archibald Moonlight Graham. Um, just a, a great storyline. Yeah, the movie starts out with you know, if you build it, he will come. Yeah, and just, one of the greatest lines ever. Yeah, you know, and just keeps going through like these, these ghosting things. Um, you know, it's the backdrop of the nineteen nineteen Black Sox and Shoeless Joe Jackson and and stuff. But really, it's 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 a story about father and son and um, 
you know, the anger of youth and the regret you have when you reach middle age. Um, yeah, you know, so it's it, it hits a number of different levels. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a fair point. It's like a lot of depth. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, terrific uh, pick, Zach. I, it was on my list as well and, um, yeah, one, one of the classic movies. And, uh, no, good pick. I think um, my favourite scene is when they when he comes back. I think that he's been out on the road and he comes back and it's not just Shoeless Joe there but the entire team just out there throwing the ball around and, uh, yeah, they're ready for a game and that's, that's what I enjoy. <laughs> just the, the wonder of all, all of these old ghosts, you know, found this field of dreams. It's just a cool setting in general. I be- it's like, you know, in the middle of a cornfield and bil- that, like you said, the, the, it's a really famous line that a lot of, you know, things are parried off of or, you know, used in another way, like build it and they will come. Like, that's just such a great line. So, yeah, I, that's a great pick, man. I love it. Thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the juggernaut, though, so I think it's great. It, so uh, I'm wondering if it'll get picked. <laughs> but you're so right, dude. Kevin Costner's been in so many baseball films. <laughs> Sorry, Brendan, you have the third pick in baseball. So my one's a bit different. I uh, I went for one. I was sitting at home one day, and I was looking through pay TV on the movie channel, and I come across a movie, and I didn't know what it was, so I watched it. With one of my favorite actors in Bernie Mac, so mm. I went uh, three thousand. <laughs> okay, nice. And I've never heard of this movie. So I have. You're gonna have to fill us in. I, I, I've heard. Bernie of it. Mac plays a, a Milwaukee's Brewers player who retires in the middle of the playoffs because he hit his three hundred three thousand base hit, which was enough to get him to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so he retired, right? But then down the track, they found out there was an error, and he was actually three short. <laughs> Fifty year old trying to get us right. And talked him to letting him back in, and he's just an arrogant (laughs) bad one. And in the end, it's one of them stories where he actually finds out he has to be a team player because he hasn't got it anymore. (laughs) Oh wow. (laughs) Obscure is what I go for. I love it. I love it. I'm gonna search search that one out. Yeah. That sounds incredible. <laughs> That's a great premise. Oh, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't say that. stumped everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I love the discovery, too. You're just like, I was watching paid TV, and I didn't know what it was, and I just went for it. <laughs> I love it. Can't say no to Bernie, but- oh, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I can't say that. <laughs> Stumped everyone. <laughs> yeah, man. I had, I don't believe I've actually heard of that film. So, yeah, man. I think you did. You stumped everybody. That's not true. I two, told you I've watched it. 2004. Oh, my bad. Yeah. I've seen everything. <laughs> All that says is someone's got far too much time on their hands. I used to. I don't have any time anymore, but I used to have way too much time on my hands. Well, Josh, how you feeling, man? You got the last pick in baseball. I feel fantastic. And actually, I will say this. I'm glad that I rolled fourth for baseball because I could have named 10 movies for baseball. There's so many good ones. Uh, yeah, there's quite a There's some big movies that are going to be left off our list here. So the undrafted is out there. Uh, there's the ones being left off because I'm going for my favorite baseball movie. I'm not going for any of the, the big ones or, you know, I mean, it's a big movie, but uh, I'm going for a league of their own. Oh, oh, that's a great pick. You know, you know what? Yeah. I sat at home last night and I thought, 
This is the movie Josh is going to pick. Yeah. It's my <laughs> I knew I knew outright you would pick a league of their own. It's got everything. It's Tom Hanks is the the arrogant, you know, male base, old old baseballer who, you know, what's this what's going on here? You know, he's drinking, he's barely even coaching the team. Gina Davis does much of the coaching coaching. And um that's yeah, a star-studded lineup. Got the women element to it, you know. Yeah. Mad- Madonna and uh, Rosie O'Donnell are a good pair, you know, as a as good little bit player. Um, yeah, and obviously Gina Davis and, and Laurie Petty is uh, Dottie and Kit, the, the sisters who, uh, you know, basically come to loggerheads in the end and, and Kit gets traded away to Racine. Uh, but, yeah, it's all about the Rockford Peaches uh, of the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League. Uh, for those who haven't seen it, uh, it's about uh, baseball in the during the war where uh, all the men have gone off to fight and, um, you know, Fearing, fearing to lose money from no baseball, uh, the owners of the teams set up the um, this girls' professional baseball league, which runs for what ten or ten or fifteen years, I suppose. Yeah, it goes quite a while. But uh, yeah, and um, yeah, just a very entertaining movie, and I, I love it. Yeah, is it based off a true story? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. There's no crying in just- baseball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some good lines in that film. Yeah. Ah, oh, terrific. When Hanks comes in off a particularly long bender and just goes in and starts peeing and pees for about a minute and a half, I'm, I'm sure there's someone out there. <laughs> uh, uh, no, nah, terrific movie. It's my favorite baseball movie, and that's why I've picked it. Yeah, I, that I I was on my list, and uh, it sounds like it was on some of the other guys' lists, but uh, I'm kind of surprised. There's one movie that we didn't pick, and nobody picked The Sandlot. I I have a list, I have a list of six, and that's on it. And I, that one I thought oh, I didn't go with was Bad News Bears. <laughs> that's a good one too. I like that film too. That movie's great. Yeah. See, mine were all a bit more adult. You know, like movies like Major League and uh, Bull Durham. Major League, Major League mm. and Bull Durham, I thought would have been the first two. Off. Well, I, I I thought they would both go to make well, it, to show you where I was at. I nearly went to Benchwarmers as well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Major League is on my list, and of course, The Sandlot, and the only one that's like a true, true film. I mean, that's kind of, that's a horrible way to explain it. But the only one, like, I would say big Hollywood money behind it was Moneyball. Yeah, that was on my list too, but I thought, well, you can only pick one, and for me, Field of Dreams was my favorite. Mm, I, 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 yeah, I'd pick Field of Dreams over Moneyball, so I agree with you, buddy. <laughs> uh, if a league of their own was taken, I, I had... Uh, a bunch of movies. I had Bull Durham and Major League ready to go. I had, the one that we haven't mentioned yet was The Rookie with Dennis Quaid uh, is the high school. There you go. Yeah. That's a yeah. The, the high school um, bets him if we, if we can win the division and go to state, then um, then you have to try out for the majors and then he winds up tra- trying out and uh, and making it onto a Major League roster. So that's, that's another great story. And that's actually based on a true story as well. The one that I haven't heard yet that was on my list was called Trouble with the Cook. Clint Eastwood, yeah. quality. Now, this is this steps into a situation where is Trouble with the Curve really a baseball movie or is it a rom com? Because there's a couple like yeah, that. It's hard, isn't it? Because the other one I was thinking of was Fever Pitch, which was the uh, Drew Barrymore, um, Jimmy Fallon movie. That's that has baseball in the background, but it's not really a baseball movie. 
The other one was The Fan. Now, The Fan is even more baseball than Fever Pitch, but it's not really a baseball movie. It's more a thriller. Fever Pitch was on uh, some website's greatest baseball movie, so I guess it's considered a baseball film. So, I mean, I guess it's to each their own. We could have hashed, we could have hashed it out here, but... The fu- the fu- the fu- baseball adjacent. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like saying Brewster's Million. Yeah. But the fun- Which I was almost going to have Brewster's Millions, and I thought, well, is it really baseball? It's just about a guy that plays baseball, but... Yeah. Well, the fun fact about Fever Pitch was that they filmed it during uh, 2004, and you know the Red Sox played the Yankees in the in the playoffs, and you know, oh, you know, we're going to get bundled out. They went down three nil, and then all of a sudden, you know, the Red Sox just turned it around, and and yeah, they make it by that stage they'd already sort of wrapped filming, and then they they basically oh. we've got to come back. Like you know, when they got to the World Series, we've got to we've got to come out and film something, and. Uh, Actually, they were on the field when they when they won the World Series. So, yeah, pretty pretty lucky timing for a, a movie to be based around around the doldrums of Boston baseball to be there when they finally lost their band. You know, it's, uh, well, that's a thread throughout the entire movie. Right. So, you better leave some movies for undrafted, mate. Yeah. Well, anyway, they can pick that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're gonna move on to round two, which is basketball. And uh, Zacho has the first pick in basketball. Yeah, that's right. I'm easy for I'm going to take one you wouldn't take anyway, so it doesn't matter. I, th- I think I'd be surprised if any of you have heard of this movie, in truth. And this is the movie called Rebound, The Legend of Earl the Goat Manigault. <laughs> what? I haven't heard of it. I came across it on the website, but that's the only knowledge I have of it. That's it. <laughs> Well, no, I'm a I'm a basketball fan, and uh, to be honest, yeah, only when I only when I saw it on um, on Google today did I even hear of it. Really, so. I've seen this movie. I think it's a fantastic movie. It's 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 the story of Earl Manigault, who was uh, who's basically a New York uh, Rucker Park legend of, uh, from the '60s and '70s who uh, fought back, you know, who had a heroin addiction and a few other things, and and fought back from it. It's in, it's the story of his life, and it really comes through from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who's during his retirement speech, they asked him who was the greatest player you've ever played against, and he said Earl Manigault, and nobody knew who he was talking about. Dang. And Abdul-Jabbar's played against a lot of good yeah. players. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, of course, yeah. Some of the best, probably, arguably. Yeah, well, definitely he's played against the best. So Yeah, yeah. Um, to call this guy and to watch the movie, uh, it was a film. I mean, I watched it about eight, nine years ago or something like that. Um, you know, it was, it's a phenomenal movie when it's, you know, telling the story about somebody from nowhere. Yeah, it sounds pretty deep. Like, like it's probably pretty serious and maybe a little dark even. It is, it's a very dark movie because it's, you know, it's all, it's all, it's all about him and his heroin addiction and, you know, sort of the bad side of the, the New York street court scene. Mm. That's probably a thread that runs through quite a few basketball movies. Um, you know, I don't know whether we'll get to another one or not, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of something that runs a theme that runs through a lot of those New York City basketball movies. And there's quite a few. And this is a movie called it was LaSalle, whose biggest claim of fame, I think, was in ER. So. Yeah. I think it was a a great movie. Don Cheadle played the lead role of Earl Manigault. Okay. Uh, Kevin Garnett was in this movie. He played Wilt Chamberlain. Interesting. Really? Uh, That's kind of cool. Yeah. 
and uh, th- that they got a, a an actual proper actor to play such an important role is um yeah probably good casting as well. You see a lot of the movies they get bastard. Yeah, Cheadle's a great actor. Yeah, yeah he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, man, you're you're we're going on with the stump factor of you know pitching out movies, and I'm just people just being like, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I like it, man. <laughs> Everyone should get watch it. Yeah, thanks, man. I'd, I'll definitely check it out. It sounds really interesting to me. So, all but right, yes. Brendan, you got yeah, <laughs> Brendan, you got the next pick in basketball, bud. Unlike Zach, everyone has seen this movie. I'll be shocked if you haven't. If anyone's seen me seen me play basketball, this is exactly how I play basketball. <laughs> What's his air bud? Semi pro, semi pro, great Funny. pick. I even I wrote it down for your name. I'm, I'm keeping a list of everyone's, and I had written down. He's talking. Oh, I actually, I actually rocked. I had the headband on, and then I got told I couldn't wear it. So last night, <laughs> and I've got happen at the moment. So it's sweet. It would have been all, been all over. It. I love it. Who told you headband? That would be uh, the boss. What at the stadium? No, here. <laughs> you, you can't leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> you should wear it. Oh, you know man. who else in our team who's got his own headband? He used to he used to come in off the long run with a headband on, and uh, I'm sure he'd love to get out there with the headband as well. Oh yeah, and that, like free throw, like underarm all day. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah, semi pro. Uh, Great. You know, yeah, that's an underrated film, man. It's very funny. Uh, it's funny. I love stuff entertainment he brings out to uh, to bring the crowds back. And one of them, I, interesting story. Uh, I was doing a bit of research because Semi Pro's on my list, and uh, yeah, the bit where they're wrestling the bear. Uh, that bear uh, later on in his career actually bit down on another trainer's neck and killed him. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, that's what happens when you train bears. I'm gonna fight a bear. Yeah. <laughs> Will Ferrell never actually did it. He had a stunt double, obviously, for, for obvious reasons. But uh, yeah, he um, he bit down on a, yeah. a trainer's neck and killed him. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just love it when they wear the eyeliner and they're running around going, look at my eyes, look at my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really, that, mo- that movie is funny to me because... I'm actually. I was born in Flint, Michigan. No way. So yeah, I swear. I'm. I swear to God, I was born at Hurley Hospital in Flint, Michigan. So the hilariousness that the team's name is the Flint Tropics, and there's nothing tropical about Flint at all. <laughs> it's just hysterical. So yeah. When, and when I saw that movie for the first time, and it was like Flint, and I was like, "Are you serious? Like Flint, Michigan?" And then, of course, oh, it's so funny. <laughs> just the home of Michael Moore, isn't it? And he, that's where his first documentary was written about. Right, Roger and me. Yep. So I lived yeah. down the street from the rabbit woman in that film. I kid you not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. All right. So, Josh, we got the, you got the next pick in basketball, man. Uh, and once again, I get my number one pick. And uh, I'm sure Big Zacho is surprised by me choosing White Men Can't Jump. Uh, oh yeah! Classic trash talking, you know, street ball. Uh, yeah, white men can't jump. So uh, that's uh, Woody Harrelson plays uh, Billy Hoyle and Wesley Snipes playing Sidney Dean. Um, right. 
you're in from the opening scene where you know Billy Hoyle, um, you know, fleeces Wesley Snipes for um for his cash, and then from then on, they're just a, a team going out and um hustling, hustling all the street ballers of LA and uh, you know, classic street ball movie. I love it. Yeah, I love that movie too. Although it is kind of funny that you can kind of tell that Wesley Snipes can't play basketball by watching that film. <laughs> like he's kind of like dribbling like super awkwardly. <laughs> or, I mean, mate, just- sorry, a little bit creative with the editing there, but uh, yeah, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, it's a great movie. Woody Harrelson is awesome. I love him and just about everything he does. So yeah, why man can't jump is a great movie. Brie has some good lines in it as well. She's um, yeah, she's the she's the third wheel to these guys, and um, you know, we're onto onto Jeopardy. You know, foods that start with the letter Q. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, one of my Australian friends who was on the show, he chose Rosie Perez as his D-list celebrity. I think in a brawl episode we had uh, really early on. So yeah, he's one of my Aussie buddies. He picked uh, he picked her <laughs> as his D-list celebrity. <laughs> All right, so I have the last pick in basketball, and none of my, I always am a little bummed when none of my choices are picked because I kind of want to have it like an easier choice. But I only had three written down, and all three of them are available. So I'm going to avoid the, the children's movie, which I'm just going to shout out right now is Space Jam. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to pick Space Jam, but I'll, oh my, should I? No, I'm going to go a more serious route. I'm going to take, no, sorry, I'm taking Space Jam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't, I can't pass it up. Space Jam okay, is awesome, but one of the underrated things of Space Jam is the soundtrack. Yeah. Space Jam soundtrack is awesome. So that's a really good part, you know. I like I said in a lot of episodes, I'm a really big fan of uh music and film and uh the music in Space Jam is incredible. I can't believe I was gonna pass that up. <laughs> so I mean you got Michael Jordan in a cartoon world, it's hilarious. Of course it's ridiculous, but I mean you know, the cameos of Charles Bar- yeah, Charles Barkley, Sean Bradley, uh Muggsy Bogues, Larry Johnson, it's awesome. Like the Monstars. Best cameo in that was Bill Murray. Yeah. Bill Murray's the greatest. Yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah, Bill. So funny. And so, uh, yeah, I, that's just a great movie and, um, very funny. Yeah. I, just, I like it. Where do you stand on, uh, LeBron James having the rights to remake Space Jam? I don't like it at all. Maybe I'll make an appearance on your guys' show and we can hash that out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I don't. I don't think that property should be touched. And if he's smart, maybe he won't do it. Because LeBron James is a pretty smart guy. So, but he also likes money. <laughs> Remaking happens to print money, but um, yeah, some sometimes you don't have to mess with the classics. Right, right, right. So I just that's such a such a great movie. Yeah. So a uh, part of the reason too is I. When I was, I said, uh, my first experience in the NBA arena was in Charlotte with the Hornets. So I met Muggsy Bogues and Larry Johnson when I was a kid. And the fact that both of them are in this film is really awesome. So 
we met we met John Bradley when we were kids. Really? He came to our school. Oh my god! He came to our school on a German mission. Yeah, dude, he's huge. Yeah, he um, yeah, yeah during his mission, he came to Australia for two years, and um, yeah, he came to our school. You know, gave us all a, a talk about you know living the right way and stuff, and yeah, seemed like a decent human being. But none of us listened. <laughs> I I approve your honesty, man. <laughs> he actually uh, he played a game one on one with um you know with a, a year ten guy at our school who wound up uh, playing for Australia and being the Australian captain, uh, Matthew Nielsen. Um, he, he was, he was oh, in really? our grade at school, awesome. and they had a little game of one on one. Sean Bradley's uh, animated character in that film is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Just like a guy with like a flat top, and it's just a, the big, tall, blue guy. That stuff is so funny. Yeah, and he's and he's dumb. Well, that. that- <laughs> I mean, Sean Bradley was just a giant farm boy, man. <laughs> I mean, probably a little underrated, but you know, not the most quick and agile guy. But I mean, come on, dude, what seven, seven two, seven, seven three, six? Yeah, I was. See, I wasn't even close. <laughs> the dude was massive. Yeah. Well, real quick, I wanted to shout out the film that I almost uh, picked over Space Jam, and it was Above the Rim. I loved this movie as a kid. Do you guys know Above the Rim? Yeah, absolutely. We were, we were in high school at the time, and I think we all went down to the movies and saw it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Above the Rim is awesome. Tupac's in it. Uh, just that's a great film. You get the, the whole brother. I forget, I can't remember who plays his brother off the top of my head right now. I can't remember the actor's name. But I like the the dynamic of he feels bad that Leon's the brother, the janitor, the security guy. Cur- yes, yes, yes. Leon is his brother, and Birdie Tupac plays Birdie, his younger brother. And uh, it's you know the basketball's pretty good in that film. Uh, I like kind of the the overlapping uh, story of like growing up in you know a rough neighborhood and stuff like that. I um, and then the dynamic between Tupac and or Birdie and his brother Leon is pretty cool. And, uh, you know, his brother feels guilty about, you know, getting up in his face and making him, you know, slap the slap the board. He slaps it and he falls off basically the, the roof of their building and he almost dies. And like that's a pretty cool scene, but it's dark. But, uh, yeah, I I think I'm OK with picking Space Jam over that, though. But I love Above the Rim. <laughs> the lead in that movie, Dwayne Martin, was also, um, you know, the main rival in White Men Can't Jump as well. There you go, man. Basketball nice. playing actor. He was, a, he was, you know, he played a bit of college ball, I think, but mostly an actor and he, he acted a few things, but yeah, he was in that. Uh, Marlon Wayans was also in that as well. I believe, yeah, you're right. He played, uh, he, 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 he played, he played a very Marlon Wayans character, a very annoying, <laughs> a very annoying mouthy character that nobody liked. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. He was in that film. He played like his, uh, his like junky, like lazy friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other the one that I had as a backup was uh, he got game, and I only watched it today on um, on YouTube. Oh, he got game, um, awesome. Yeah, in preparation for today, and um, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, Jesus Yeah, right. Ray Allen playing uh, in a, and in, and not doing a bad job, honestly. Yeah, Ray Allen has some acting chops. So I'll give him credit. Nobody had Shaq's first movie. Is it Blue Chips? Blue Chips. Yeah, which I thought about I it. I didn't think I'd have to get to it, but um, 
some good basketballers, <laughs> some good basketballers in that. And uh, just one fun fact that I uh, discovered while researching blue chips. You do more research for this show than ours. I, that's true. That's absolutely. <laughs> hey, that's, that's not my property. So I've actually want to, you know, we're guests on this show. And hang on, you've you done the preparation yourself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cornbread rookie row from Indiana. Uh, it was played by a guy called Matt Nova, who actually played 10 games for the Sydney Kings in 1998. Most, oh, awesome. Mostly spent most of his time in Portugal, became a naturalized Portuguese and played on their national team. Uh, <laughs> the two big guns there were obviously Shaquille O'Neal and Anthony Hardaway. Now, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to let the listeners know here on our show, Josh here does what he calls a stat attack. And what it turns out being is just a useless stat that never comes out to be anything. <laughs> So, what's going on? But you don't think Matt Nova? We're a, we're a podcast based in Sydney, talking to a guy in Japan, and you don't think that a guy who played for the Sydney Kings, being in Blue Chips, is he one of the main guys in Blue Chips? Come on, <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a there. I love it, man. I appreciate it, and I'm glad you guys are here. <laughs> So, all right, guys, we're going to move to on to football. And uh, Brendan has the first pick in football. Before I give you my selection, I just have to have a drink of my uh, H2O. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, man. I'm on the, obviously the water boy. <laughs> <laughs> what a oh. brilliant segue. I oh. love it. Oh, that's a funny, funny movie. And actually, a pretty awesome football movie. To be, I mean, it's ridiculous. As far as football but it's movie really goes, funny. it's probably got more football action than most football movies. Like, yeah, you know, a lot of them are, you know, a lot of very character driven and whatnot. And this, this, there's a hell of a lot of Bobby Boucher. You can't play the football. It is the devil. Yeah, there's quite a bit of football in there. I one of my favorite scenes. Sorry to jump on your pick, and before you explain it, but one of my favorite ones is. Where they have the ESPN set up, the sports center set up, and they're like, in rue of uh, everybody, or in rue of the success of the water boy, Michigan is uh, altered or tried to do out, try out their towel boy, and it just sees, shows a linebacker like lay him out, and then they cart him off the field. And I was like, that's really funny. Like, where they're going to try to play their towel boy at wide, wide receiver, and he's just laid out. Like, little. Subtle nuances like that in the film is pretty funny. Uh, talk it up, Brendan. No, it's, it's, it's just great. It's just a typical, <laughs> just, just, it's a laugh the whole way through it. It's just, uh, everyone on it. It's just, from start to finish, it's just, you're laughing off there. You yeah. can't, you can't beat it. <laughs> What's his name? Rob Schneider? Rob Schneider. Yeah. You Rob Schneider. <laughs> oh, no. We shoot again. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh,. <laughs> Ron Howard's brother yeah. is is one of the, the hillbilly fans, and they're like sitting next to him. That's the best linebacker since Joe Montana. Yeah. He's like, Joe Montana was a quarterback. He said, I said Joe Montana. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, that stuff is great. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Solid. Uh, soundtrack, really. I, the soundtrack. Uh, I will be. Um, yeah. yeah, good. Yeah, Pretty good. Southern music in that. Good. Oh. Yeah, what was it? Their mascot was the Mud Dogs, right? The Mud Dogs. Yes. Yeah. Mud Dogs or Mud Hens? Mud Dogs. Mud Dogs. Yeah. Mud Dogs. What? Was, I can't remember in the name of their school. Was it something? It was, I think it was the, the University of Louisiana, wasn't it? 
Yeah, uh, yeah, University of Louis- Southern Louisiana. It was some, yeah, something, yeah, like something that. off. There was uh, the direction in there or something. What's funny is I used to be a big fan of the NCAA football games on like PS. This was like, you know PS2, and you could make a dynasty and make your own team. And I made a Mud Dogs <laughs> team. <laughs> And Bobby Boucher was my linebacker. <laughs> it's a good position to play in football games too, because you can kind of roam around that middle linebacker. You can you can get involved in a lot of things. All right, Josh. So you have the next pick in football, man. How do I top that? That was fantastic, Brendan. And and Waterboy was on my list. It wasn't number one. So I've I've got my number one pick again, and I'm going remember the Titans. Oh yeah, that was on my list. Denzel Washington coach Herman Boone. Uh a story based in nineteen seventy one, uh desegregated high school and um you know, the black football team coming together with a white football team, you know, integrating, you know, the head, head coach, Bill Yost of the white team, and then Denzel Washington coming in. Politics, a lot of politics involved in this. Um, but, yeah, pretty pretty good football action as well. And, um, yeah, all around. Yeah, great. Yeah, I love it. And and Denzel's speech at the end, you know, at halftime, you know, you know, we're not getting anything from the refs, rah, rah, rah. Uh, on every down, we blitz. At least make sure they remember the Titans. Uh, I love it. That's yeah, that's a great movie, man. I love that movie. And a lot Based of on a true story. Yep, exactly. Yeah, uh, just a great and like like you said, the football action in it is pretty high notch, like top notch. Very good. It's well, it's well shot. I love the chance that we are the Titans when they roll in together as a team. Yep. It's just a good coming together story. Um, and in a time in the States right now where kind of everybody's at each other's throats, like it's just a nice to see a film where everybody comes together in a good way. And uh, I, yeah, I love that pick, man. It's definitely on my list and uh, I'm glad it's going to, it got picked. Features a young Hayden Panettiere as uh, Bill Yost's 10 year old daughter. Right. He's the there one who, uh, He's the full head who always goes on about, you know, plays and, and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, and you can imagine a, a character just like that existing, you know. One, all, all she wants to do is talk football with her old man. Well, I have the next pick, and uh, I am going to pick a movie that I think I referenced in a couple episodes ago. And uh, it's a film where Keanu, Keanu Reeves plays a washed-up quarterback. And I'm glad we are, this it's going to get represented on the show. And it's called The Replacements. Gene Hackman. Yeah, good job, man. Yep, Gene Hackman is the coach. Uh, basically, the story is the the quote unquote fake football league uh, in the film. They it goes on strike. Uh, the league wants to have a season. They get scab players to you know fill the roster. Uh, Keanu Reeves is a washed up quarterback who went to, I think, Ohio State, I think won the Heisman or won a championship Johnny game. You know, he's, a, he's a successful quarterback. Johnny Falco. Yeah, his Falco, I think, was his surname. So uh, it's a very, it's a really cool film. You got a lot of funny characters. Uh, again, it's a little ridiculous, but, you know, you got a lot of people filling roles of characters. You got like a a crazy SWAT guy who's a linebacker. You got two bouncers who are defensive ends. You got a ex sumo wrestler who plays offensive line. Uh, you got a washed up premier league player playing, uh, being the place kicker. And uh, basically, you know, they, they play really well and they get to the championship game. And then this, uh, 
the strike ends and the team that's in the championship game, the pro players come back. And so it's this scab team playing against like, you know, a pro level team. And uh, it's just a really cool film and uh, a lot of good football action in it. It's very funny. Gene Hackman's brilliant in it. Like uh, someone said earlier, he's the, he's the coach and uh, I highly recommend it. Um, it's it's a really fun movie and it's very good. And I'm glad I got to talk about it again on the show. So I'm all over it. All right, Zach, are you the like, last pick in football? He's gonna do. He's gonna do like some sort of special Titans season review or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is the trouble because I've got about eight five football movies on my list, and you guys have only eliminated a couple of them. <laughs> um, but I suppose I'll go with one of my favorite movies of all time. And it stars Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans. The Last Boy Scout. This is the football movie. Hang on, hang on. Is this a football or a cop movie? This is a football movie. It's about football. I mean, the opening scene, he, he's running, running with the ball and starts shooting up people. Yeah, that's football. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's, a, isn't it like a, it's basically an undercover cop movie. No, it's a football movie. Okay, all right. This has some of the funniest lines of all time. It's unreal. <laughs> I unfortunately don't know a lot about it. Yeah, you really? Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Teach me. Teach. Show me the way. <laughs> this is Bruce Willis plays a washed up um, private detective, Joe Hallenbeck. He's a he's actually an ex um, Secret Service agent who was fired for for uh, punching a um, a senator. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Damon Wayans plays Jimmy Dix, who was a star quarterback who got caught gambling on football and got banned for life. Okay. And so the, the things happen, they, they mesh together and they have to go and uh, fight the corrupt owner of the LA Stallions who's played by, it's, it's, that's played by, um, uh, what's his name, Noble Willingham, plays Shelley Marcone and um, it's, a, it's a great movie. Some of the, some of the best lines you'll ever, you'll ever hear. Okay, man, well, I'll definitely check it out. Sounds really good. I have seen it a couple of times. It used to be replayed a fair bit on um, on TV. I reckon after like State of Origin games and stuff, it used to be the you know like, they showed Lethal Weapon and that kind yeah. of movie. Yeah, it's kind of in that in that genre. Now, you, are you saying it's football adjacent? It's not really football movie. Uh, no, I'm I'm fine with it being called a football movie. It's fine. I, I think I think Die Hard and Home Alone are both Christmas movies. This is a football movie. Yeah, I totally agree. Those are definitely Christmas movies in my book. So it's oh. <laughs> not Christmas without watching Die Hard. That's right. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I've left some big, left some big names off the list. The other one I was going to bring up was Wildcats. Yeah, I've got that on my list. I do not have Wildcats on my list. I, 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 that's, that, have you seen it? That show, I've seen it. Yeah, that show, that show used to get played so much oh. TV when I was a kid. The song at the end is still in my head to this day. Wildcats <laughs> football. Wildcats <laughs> football. The Sporting King.
The other one I had, and you could have two bites of the cherry with it, was the longest yard. That was the other one on my list. The original was. Yeah. Um, the only uh, I only had three on my list, and the other one was Rudy. So of course, yeah. Rudy. Rudy was my second pick. Um, yeah, oh, it tugs at every heartstring you can think of. That one. Yeah. I dare you right, not to cry right. in that movie. Yeah, it's hard, man. It's a, it's a good movie. It's really deep. Yeah, you know, school ties. You've got We Are the Marshall. You've got Brian Song. You've got The Express was The Express was a great movie that you guys have probably never seen. It was about Ernie Davis. Um, I watched The Express on your recommendation. Oh, did you? Mm. Excellent, great yeah. movie. Wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was great, fantastic. He uh, meets Jim Young and all that. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jim. Uh, Jim Thorpe. Jim Thorpe. Yeah, plays after Jim Thorpe. But Jim Thorpe's the fullback, and then he he replaces him. Yeah. Ernie Davis is the next fullback for Clemson. Uh, the other one I had on my list was uh, The Program, James Kahn. A, a bit darker mm-hmm. type movie, all about the bad side of that sort of thing. There's a few like that, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, football's one of those ones where they you know, they have made quite a few movies. There was a one from a long time ago that almost made my list uh, uh, and actually was what? Academy Award nominated, Heaven Can Wait. I thought you were going to say Newt Rockney All American. Heaven can wait. A nominated nine Academy Awards, including uh, Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor. <clears throat> Warren Beatty plays a, a uh, quarterback who dies, but um, he didn't. He wasn't actually meant to die. It was an overzealous angel who took him before he was meant to go. So then they've got to try and find a body for him to go to replace him, <laughs> and they find a millionaire. <laughs> find a millionaire, and then. How can this how can this quarterback who was going to lead his team to the Super Bowl get back into the team? So they, this millionaire goes and buys the team so that he can actually get onto the roster. <laughs> <laughs> that is a premise. <laughs> that night in, late 70s, 77 or 78, I think. But, uh, yeah, I almost, I almost added that one. LA Rams. That sounds hilarious. Yeah. All right, guys. So we will now enter the final round. Which uh, I think this was a this is jo- this was Josh's idea. Yeah. Uh, we had been talking about you know when we were doing it, and uh, I had I think I had thrown out like oh we'll just do a random one, and uh, Josh came up with the idea to do golf, and I really like it because uh, it kind of makes us stick into a a topic or a theme, and I really appreciate it. So funny, it comes out that you have the first uh, pick in golf. So go ahead, man. When I suggested golf, I thought there was quite a few movies that I'd actually want to put on my list. And then when I came to searching it, I found about three. Okay. So, <laughs> Is it back on you? Yeah. Well, no, because I'm being first, so I, I get yeah, my first I mean, choice. Which, there you go. Uh, right. It's the one of, of uh, the whole way along, and uh, that is Tin Cup. Uh, Kevin Costner, Roy McAvoy, you know, washed up, washed up, you know, wannabe golfer, you know, played at, played at college but never actually made it. Uh, yeah, he's just working on a driving range, and then Rene Russo, the lovely divine Rene Russo, turns up and wants some uh, lessons, and uh, yeah, and then uh, it just moves on from there. And he, she, she talks him into trying out for the for the U.S. Open, and he gets on. Well, not actually, he doesn't get talked into it. It's because of a a uh, uh, argument with her husband at the time, uh, and she ends up he ends up winding up. Uh, playing in the U.S. Open, and he's a chance to win it going into the last hole on the on the Sunday, and then uh, shoots a famous twelve. Ouch! So um, yeah, putting it into the into the water on the, on the last hole on the par five. Um, but yeah, I, 
That's my uh, my favourite golf movie, Tin Cup. And Rene Ruto, who at the time was, you know, in a in a real, um, you know, peak of her powers at the time. She, she'd done movies like Outbreak, and and she was about to come out with Ransom. So, um, you yeah, know, it was right right her uh, sweet spot in the mid nineties. Rene Ruto. It sounds like she was in your. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I was when did you come out? Ninety five. I was in year twelve. So, yeah, you join the dots. <laughs> Well, I have the next pick in golf, and uh, we're going to have the second appearance of Adam Sandler. And I'm going happy. I'm Gil- lucky. <laughs> I'm going happy Gilmore. <laughs> so happy Gilmore is going to be my golf film. Um, Great, Brendan. Get up as soon as you said Adam Sandler. <laughs> and started putting a line through. <laughs> so happy Gilmore is. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody knows it's a guy who wants to be a hockey player, but he's terrible at hockey. Uh, he gets banned from playing hockey. Uh, a guy tries to teach him <laughs> one hand. I forget the, who's the actor. I wish, but he has, he's got the wooden hand. He was bitten by the crocodile. It's, there's just so much ridiculous stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it's right. Carl it's Withers. Carl Withers. You're right. Thank you so much. He's got the wooden the hand. Funny, the, the funniest thing about this, right? There's a part in this movie that I've actually seen the two guys, Josh and Zach, do in front of me. Zach's the best golfer. Josh was trying to teach me how to play and got behind Zach and started teaching him the swing going, it's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I just like in uh what's his face? I'm I'm doing terrible with actors right now, but the guy who plays Shooter McGavin is such a dick and you just hate that guy so much. Yeah, it's just so well cast. But I like I like the Bob Barker cameo and he gets in a fight with Bob Barker and he's like, The price is wrong, bitch. Like that is just so funny. <laughs> and then Bob Barker kicks his ass. Uh it's you know how much this movie is part of popular culture? It's just the other day, Tiger Woods, when he was he, he was he was finally in a tournament, Tiger, the other day. Right, oh, yeah. The, and the, 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 crowd, the, the crowd was going crazy. And one of the first tweets I saw about it was from a, some random shooter McGavin account saying, <laughs> that's right, Tiger. Second, <laughs> shoot, shooter McGavin is actually a really good follow on Twitter. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to have to follow him because that sounds amazing. I'm talking rhymes. Yeah, no, I'm. Um, the uh, the other one is yeah the guy with the floppy hat who's behind hiding behind the trees got you jackass hey shooter yeah. <laughs> oh man I just it's so funny too he's wearing the Boston Bruins jersey he's putting with a freaking hockey stick it's just so <laughs> funny so yep I'm going with Happy Gilmore which is and Julie Bowen uh, it was her her breakout uh, movie. Yeah, a lot of film to break out in, right? <laughs> Good choice, Travis. Well, I'm going to give you a chance, please. Do you want to trade? You want to trade? No, your no, pick? No, you got you want to trade? Pick? You've got no, something no, up your sleeve. Are you sure? Sleep. I've got a list of six here, mate. I'm are you right. sure? I'm right. All right. Because I know you were struggling with this one. No, no I've got six. That's all, all right. right. Well, I'm glad I don't have this one written down on this because I didn't think I, I didn't think I'd get a shot at it. Bill Murray, Chevy Chase. Dan Aykroyd, Caddyshack. Yeah, yeah. I think I thought that would go. That's the. That's funny enough. It's the only other golf movie on my list. <laughs> yeah. I've got three of them. They've all gone. 
So I'm, I'm flying. I was watching some uh, highlights of this today, and uh, it's amazing how like Rodney Dangerfield is just steals every scene he's in. Right, he's, he's awesome in this movie. He's hilarious. He's that he's that rich guy who just doesn't care. He doesn't doesn't give a crap. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't care for all the snooty stuff that all these other rich people go for. He's just out there having a good time. <laughs> and people <laughs> like the judge who who are, you know, oh, it's all proper golf and all that. Rodney Dangerfield just doesn't care for them all. It's a dated movie, but it's still funny. And the damn guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could argue that he steals the scene. <laughs> <laughs> the, bomb, the bomb at the end, which makes the ball roll in and, uh, and they, they win the final uh, <laughs> tournament. Do you have anything you want to talk about, Caddyshack? No, that's just. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it, speaks, it speaks for itself. The movie that speaks for itself. <laughs> All right, Brendan, you got the last pick of the show. So how are you feeling, man? Well, I'm going to quote another, a movie that's already been named. Josh, mm. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> okay? To pick golf, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you're the dumbest person I know. Well, you're the person who's got stuff on his list, so yeah, at least but, you've got another pick. But I'm trying to do stuff that I've actually seen, which actually might, makes it a bit tougher. Mm. Now, when I, I was in the States in 2015, I was forced to watch a movie, and I regret it. And because of my feelings right forth, I'm going to pick that one. Because it was the worst movie I think I've ever witnessed. And it was very, very poor. National Lampoon's Golf Punks. Oh. Any, hang on. National Lampoon's Anything sounds funny to me, so I want to seek this one out. <laughs> National Lampoon's... No, no, don't. Uh, Tom Arnold. Flop City. Flop City. <laughs> He's a... Ex-professional golfer has to go and teach some punk kids how to how to play. It's it's horrible, horrible. Sounds great. And that's wrong. Sounds like a good premise. Golf punks. <laughs> why do why do they still learn golf? Why can't he teach them basketball? That, so our last pick in the draft is horrible, horrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I could tell you, there's one one movie that I, I could have picked that I didn't. That's The Legend of Bag of Ants. Which is a fantastic. I'll go against you on that. I found it really slow. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe I was young when I watched it, and I could watch it now and actually enjoy the nuance of it. But uh, at the time when I watched it, golf uh, it golf's really not a fast game. Why would you expect a golf movie to be? Fast? <laughs> Caddy, Caddyshack's laugh every like Caddyshack's two laughs in it. Yeah, but Caddyshack's not really a golf movie, though, is it? Find <laughs> you happy Gilmore's pretty funny as a golf movie. There's a lot of, a lot of brutality they're, they're, in that one. They're, they're both movies that are golf adjacent. They're comedy. Yeah. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Skirting the, when... skirt the line. Just, yeah. just, you're going back to the last Boy Scout. Well, we're not calling the last Boy Scout a football movie. All of these are golf movies. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that concludes the show. So real quick, we're going to... So again, this uh, episode's premise was probably we're going to put together another DVD pack. So it's going to be a four-pack a four pack sports DVD pack. Uh, so again... We'll start with me. Uh, my baseball film is Rookie of the Year. My basketball film is Space Jam. My football film is The Replacements. And then my golf film is Happy Gilmore. I went really comedy heavy, guys. <laughs> I didn't even know they realized that. All right, Zacho, go ahead, bud. My, my, my baseball film is Field of Dreams. My basketball film was Rebound, The Legend of Earl the Goat Manigault. 
my football film was The Last Boy Scout and my golf film was Kajak. Um so I went a little bit uh, a little bit drama and a little bit um comedy. Yeah, you got a nice mix, man. All right, Brendan. I went like you had a lot of comedy because sports a joke. Um so <laughs> Mr. 3000, basketball, semi-pro, uh, football, the water boy, and in boring golf, the most boring movie of all time, National Lampoon's Golf Punks. Yeah, you're, you got a real comedy-heavy line to you. And last but not least, Josh. Uh, I think mine's pretty balanced, actually. Uh, in, in baseball, I went a league of their own. In basketball, I went white men can't jump. In football, I went remember the Titans. And in golf, I went tin cup. I was going to say, he's gone very much um, big studio. Well, I wouldn't say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I reckon he's picked all the movies he could see and watch, it, watch with, his myth, with, his, with his missus. Oh, no, he could watch any. I could watch all of these on my own. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I really want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me. It was a blast to have you guys yeah, on. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's fantastic. Absolutely, guys. Uh, real quick, what, please tell uh, our listener base like where they can find you guys. You guys can t- uh, talk about your show real quick. I'll go ahead, man. Uh, promote away. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll 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 jump in. It's um we're a sports show based out of Sydney. Um, we talk about mostly rugby league and AFL winter, but we're coming into the summer now, so uh, going to be very NFL heavy this year. So NFL, uh, NBA, and cricket over the summer. So. Uh, for all our uh, international listeners, uh, now's a good time to get on board. Uh, Bats and Balls Podcast. Go to the website, batsandballspodcast.com. Uh, and we're on Facebook and Twitter. Our Twitter, our Twitter handle is um, Bats and Balls Pod. So you can find us there as well. Yeah, thanks. You come up with another premise, uh, I'm sure we'd be happy to come yeah. back on. I'm I'm glad to hear it. I, I'll definitely have you guys back. I, I really appreciate uh, you guys coming and also your support of the show. Uh, I know you you guys said you listen to the show and uh, you guys give answers and shoot us your list, uh, your picks and stuff. And I really appreciate that. That's kind of what this show's about. And it's wonderful to finally, you know, actually get to talk to you guys and have fun. I'm glad you guys could be a part of today's episode. So thanks again, man. I really appreciate it. No worries. Cheers. Thank you. Thank- having us it's been uh it's been a blast i've actually had a really good time yeah sorry to all the listeners out there one more time if you want to get in contact with the show you can email us at the know your draft podcast at gmail.com uh follow us and subscribe to us on podbean itunes or any of the podcatchers that you use Uh, again we're gonna have the poll up in the episode link or episode description link um please again vote on the poll let us know your picks rag on our picks talk about our picks uh, we always love to hear from you guys. That's a big part of our show. Um, again, check uh, my good friends out, Bats and Balls Podcast, uh, and uh, the rest of the show on no shows on No Phony Podcast Network. Uh, that's kind of what we're about, an independent group promoting each other, and uh, I'm really happy to have these guys on. So thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time, guys. Take care.